Welcome to the official podcast of PHP Architect. Join us to listen to the latest news and tech talk from our conferences, the magazine, and wider PHP community. Hello, you're listening to the PHP Podcast, episode 23.12.1, the official podcast of PHP Architect, where we bring you the latest insights into the PHP Architect magazine, conferences, and more. I'm your host, John Congdon, and with me is my friend and business partner, Eric Van Johnson. Hello. Man. Come End of the year, in. 2023 is over. How do we, how do we get here? I, I, it was all such a blur. It is. <laughs> Man, it feels like we, we're late in the month as usual. Everything seems to stack up, and then you throw in holidays and all that, and it just things seem to take forever to get done. No need to panic. Everything's fine. <laughs> I feel like we say that every month lately, and I swear we will get things on track at some point until we throw another conference and things happen. <laughs> it's kind of the way things go. Uh, we have a special guest. Did you know that? No. No, this is news <laughs> to me. Complete what? surprise. <laughs> Am I selling gonna... it at all? Yeah. <laughs> I want to introduce Corey to the show. Hello, Corey. Hi. How wow, are you I'm doing? completely surprised too. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, we installed the cameras on your computer when you weren't looking. No idea I was going to be with it. <laughs> Things are getting creepy. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have a a lot to talk about, and wanted to thank you for being on the show. We obviously produced the magazine. Want to first give a quick update on the December issue. We're sorry it's going to be late again. <laughs> we're in the final stages. It should be we're, wrapped up. We're blaming Corey for everything right now. So yeah. yeah. I'll take it. Uh, I'll uh, we're in the final stages of putting it together. So it should be released within the next couple of days. So before the end of the year, if you're listening to this, you know, in December of 2023, if not, go look for it in your, your account it should be there. So, yeah, Corey, welcome to the show. Can you give our listeners a little background on who you are and what you do? Sure. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, I don't know how far you want me to go back, so I'll start with now. <laughs> oh, I'm a <laughs> Ovia Health, which is actually a subsidiary of LabCorp now. When I started, we were still kind of a little startup, and we have apps for fertility and cycle tracking, pregnancy and parenting, so family health stuff. I started there about two plus years ago. Before that, I was a developer for a marketing agency. So just kind of spinning up websites from our boilerplate website. And really, that, that was my first development job. So I was figuring it all kind of out as I went along. Boot camp, went to coding boot camp, Hackbright Academy. They're based in San Francisco, but I did their program online. Um, and before that, I came to development for something completely different, but also there's some similarities. But I'm a musician, so I play cello. I grew up playing cello. That's what I went to college for. And then in like my mid-20s, I yeah, classical music can be kind of brutal and it's it's like hustling <laughs> for gigs a lot. And I sort of quickly was like, okay, 
do I want to keep doing this forever? Let me find something that's a little more stable. So I got into arts administration, started working for orchestras and music festivals and stuff as an operations manager and doing some like artist hospitality and stuff like that. So it was fun. After a few years of that, I was just a little burned out. And I actually kind of got super lucky and got out of it right before COVID when all of the artists like kind of lost their jobs. <laughs> so I got really lucky <laughs> in 2019. I beat everybody to it a little bit, decided to get into development. And yeah, here I am. I but, still but how, how'd, you, how'd you make that leap from that into development? Because that seems like a, a big yeah. leap there. Yeah, it kind of is. I'm like a really practical and like analytical person. So I was sort of like, okay, what, what kind of like life do I want for myself? And remote working was a priority and something that I could like get into kind of quickly, which at the time was true, get into quickly, like get a, you know, first job quickly and, you know, get educated quickly, basically with it. And yeah, something that, something that would give me a lot more choice than I had at the time, like different industries I could work in, like different types of products and stuff. And I actually, my partner is a developer and got into it from a different career. So I knew that the transition was possible. And yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it took me like a year into it before I was like, okay, cool. I'm doing this. <laughs> I was not totally sold for a while. <laughs> but no, it was cool. I really, I really enjoy the like continuous learning and stuff. And so I think uh -huh. I thought at this point, well, yeah, there are a ton of opportunities. And this is something that I will probably never be bored with. So yeah, you, you just, you just picked it up and just was really good at it and and you didn't have to do years of suffering and crying and realizing how bad of it good no, no, I'm still, glad it worked out for i'm you. still suffering and crying i'm still in let's, that stage <laughs> let's be honest here Corey. let's be let's be honest everything took it a turn. was so easy everything took a turn the moment you spoke at tech last year be honest it was it all got better yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm curious first how you learned about tech and then how did you choose to submit to speak? Yeah, because yeah, you seem to okay. be on like a very rampant course. Like most people take years to build up the courage to, to submit to a, to a talk, to, to a conference. Well, yeah. First of all, I'm an overachiever, like a chronic <laughs> overachiever. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I Ms. can't tell. I'm just going to start programming because it's that's annoying. what I want to do remotely. I understand. Go ahead. It's very annoying even to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I heard about tech actually. So funny story. I won a ticket to Longhorn PHP through like a Twitter drawing. And I had never really like thought about going to a conference. But my manager at work mentioned this Twitter drawing and was like, you should check out this conference. I was like, okay, sure. And I think I thought going into a conference, like it would all be pretty over my head because I was only, you know, three years into my career or something. And when I went to the conference, I was like, oh, this is cool. I can hang like I can, actually, you know, I think I was surprised like how, how friendly it was, first of all. And like, I didn't even know that there were that there were communities around programming languages. Like I didn't know that was a thing. So, yeah, because of Longhorn, I you know, coming off of that energy of like any conference, but especially like first conference, mm -hmm. I was like, let me see what other conferences are out there. And I think, yeah, I think PHP Tech came up. And also 
I have to shout out actually my manager, Matt Trask at OVA. Ah, there you a lot go. of people know Matt. <laughs> yeah. So he, he knows a lot of people in the community and, you know, credits the community with a lot of like his progression. And so mm. he really encouraged me and he, he had mentioned tech for sure. So I, I don't know. I honestly don't, I didn't think that my talks would get selected. I was more sort of like, let me get my name out there and like kind of practice doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when, when they were, I was like, oh shit. Now I actually have to do it. Yeah. 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 Now I actually have to do it. Yeah. That's similar to my story too. With PHP tech was my first conference back in 2010. And I went and had that same epiphany, like, Oh my gosh, I can hang. I can, you know, I'm not as bad as I thought I was. I still didn't feel great, but you, you have that realization of, you know, more than you think, you know, and I did the same thing, sub- submitted to talk, I think 2011 or 12 and was selected. And I was like, Whoa, that was not expected there, <laughs> but it's a, it's a great experience. That's one thing PHP tech has always been really good about was you have People that are known in the com- community, you want them speaking because they're known, but also bringing in new speakers. And we try to keep that going since we took over, you know, a couple years ago, try to keep that same energy of, you know, a good balance of new and seasoned speakers. Speaking of speakers. So, yeah. So we all that build up to bring us to Corey we- is coming on board to help us with tech 2024 right mm-hmm. that's still the plan right we, we agree with that? <laughs> okay good actually <laughs> after talking to you guys maybe not so <laughs> after seeing how you get this show started <laughs> <laughs> we here at php architect are happy to have partnered with JetBrains to talk to you about the industry leading php ide editor php storm We use PHP Storm every day, allowing us to focus on our work and get it done quickly, all while helping us keep current with standards and good coding practices. PHP Storm is a cutting-edge IDE tailored for PHP and web developers. Whether you're a professional PHP developer or a hobbyist working on personal side projects, there's never been a better time to check it out or to check it out again. With a slick, clean, new UI, blazing fast speeds, and enhancements, and a richer toolkit is transforming the way we code. Code like a professional. Visit jetbrains.com forward slash phpstorm and kick off your 30-day free trial. Start coding smarter, not harder, today. So yeah, uh, so Corey is part of the team and helping mm-hmm. us with the event planning. I'm real, real, real excited to to have her on board. So there's no turning back now, Corey. We'll, we'll, we'll find you. <laughs> and excited to have you back out in Chicago in April. That'll be fun. Yeah. So um, we, 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 we announced the, the speakers this week. Was it just this week? We have some news. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I, did I jump the gun on that one? No, no, no. I, yeah. I, I think you're taking a while to get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speakers have been announced, and there's been a whole lot of drama around that. Drama is the wrong word. I've made mistakes, and I continue to make mistakes. <laughs> when Eric and I were choosing speakers, I was looking. I'm like, we need 36 sessions filled. And we took a lot of time to 
you know, combed through the list, picked a bunch of great talks, told everybody we accepted your talks, and then realized, oh, we only need 33. (laughs) Uh, Mistakes were made. made. But our attendees get to benefit from that because Eric and I decided we will now take that and we will turn it into a fourth track. And we ended up accepting some more talks from speakers. And then I miscounted again and accepted too many additional talks. Our CEO, uh, I, ladies and gentlemen, guy who's in charge of our books. So happy to have him here. <laughs> I was so excited. I'm like, oh, we get to have another track. Let me just start accepting more and chose one too many. Yeah, it's fine. Good, good mistakes. Now we're not going to have a fifth track. We're going, we're, we're, we're course correcting that last mistake, but. But we do officially have a fourth track, which is very, very exciting. First thing, it would have been nice going into the selection process with that knowledge because it's such a stressful process. I don't know, Corey, if you've ever been through the process of having to select talks for a conference, but man, it is like nerve-wracking. Not, not I guess nerve-wracking is the wrong word. It, there's just so much good stuff out there coming from so many people. Like to John's point, we try to make sure we have a balance of new speakers and seasoned speakers, but it's so hard when you see all these seasoned speakers who are like just missing the cut or, you know, for whatever reason, you know, aren't, you know, one of the people you're selecting. It's like, Oh my, how are we not selecting this person? So it would have been nice to know we had a little bit more buffer. And not, not only the season speakers, by the way, talks in general. Like you see a topic. It's like, this is a topic that has, we, we have to have this at the conference. And then we go through this round of blind voting where we ask people to come in. And all they see is the the title of the talk and an abstract of the talk. You know, Obviously, nobody has their talks prepared yet. Or, or most people don't have their talks prepared. So they just see the title and abstract and people vote on, yeah, if I saw this at a conference, I would go to this talk or I would go to this talk or and they, they rank them. And it does all this kind of math and kind of, we, we, we are then presented with, okay, these are, these are the, you know, 50 minute talks that, you know, here's how they ranked and here's how the 30 minute talks ranked. And then we go through and have to start making our selections. So yeah, it's some really good stuff. So it was nice to have a little extra buffer of some more, you know, ex- putting some more talks into more slots. Yep. <clears throat> also in the past week, we closed our blind early bird pricing. So if you missed out on that, we are sorry, sort of. But t- <laughs> tickets are on sale. Pull that thing up. Our early bird pricing is in in place. Get your tickets now before price goes up again. Probably early next year. Would be I mean, guess. we can literally do it whenever we feel like. There's there nothing <laughs> saying we can't do it soon. <laughs> but yeah, we we, t- we typically we'll, we'll give it. Uh, you know w- what we did last year is I think a couple months out from the conference we closed early bird. I, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't do that again this year, but. Keep in mind, looking at the bottom of your screen, screen, the conference this year is not in May. It's in April. So understand that closing early bird a couple months early is a month earlier than it would have been last year. Uh, Corey, I want to go back to the 2023 tech. And how was your experience going to that? 
obviously assuming it was good enough that you wanted to help us with next years no it was that bad where she's like, <laughs> she like no i nobody needs to help you guys. Uh, they need no. help I said, in. no it was awesome it was a really good it was a really cool experience yeah speaking was definitely changed to like how it was to attend the conference not in a bad way but it was just like very different because i was so focused on being prepared and I got really nervous. I didn't think I would be that nervous, but kind of leading up to it, I was like, oh man, I got to make sure this is on. You know? <laughs> so I spent a lot of time in the quiet room on my laptop. <laughs> but I did still like get to a good number of talks, uh, especially on the days that I wasn't speaking. And yeah, it was super fun. I met so many people. In fact, I just chatted with someone yesterday just to catch up that I met at the conference who she lives in Kansas City. And yeah, we just have a lot of things in common and have stayed in touch, which is awesome. Actually, a few people I've stayed in touch with. So that's always great. I learned a lot, both from, you know, preparing my talks and from going to other people's talks. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's I, awesome. I, I, I can honestly say, I think most of my friends have been made through the PHP community and a good majority of them have been through conferences. And I, I remember the the first time I went to a conference, a PHP specific conference. So I, I'd gone to like these big corporate conferences like IBM and stuff. And, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. It's, it, so I, I guess my expectation of what a, a community language specific conference was, I, I really had no, I, I didn't know what to expect, but I remember like going and then realizing I'm like, oh, hey, this is the guy that wrote that one thing. And this is the person that did this other thing. And I'm just I'm just going to walk up to him and ask him some questions. And I'm that guy. I'm that guy at the conference who will just walk up to like people and be like, oh, yeah, I use your package. Uh, good stuff. Good. Can you give me some insight? And that's 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 why a lot of people don't talk to me. But how was your yeah. experience? Did, yeah. did you get that engagement? Do you feel like you got that engagement? Yeah, I'm maybe kind of one of those, like, we'll walk up to somebody, too. So maybe it's a little easier for, you know, someone who's more outgoing like that. But I remember actually at Longhorn walking up to Andreas. He gave a talk on date time. And I Mm -hmm. had just been getting, like, deep into date time and all of, like, its weirdness. And we ended up chatting for quite a while after that. But, yeah, at Heck, it's funny. I think like the women tend to find each other <laughs> and the queer <laughs> folks tend to find each other. Like we, you know, we gravitate toward each other. So I think that's kind of cool. And yeah, I, I mean, it was so friendly. It was very like, I didn't know anybody going in there and I feel like a lot of people did, but I was very like, I'm here by myself, you know? So I don't know. It's a little unnerving sometimes to just like sit down at a table full of people you don't know, but everybody's, everybody's so welcoming like it didn't yeah. like, feel weird or anything and see this year you go back and you know you know a lot of people yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> also so what the- you were saying about the the people being there you know who have written these packages and stuff i'll never forget like one of my talks was in that big room and you guys had the signs up outside the room with the schedule on it mm-hmm. and i saw my name on there with like people who 
you know, built like some of the tools that I use every day and stuff. Yeah. I literally like sent a picture of that to my mom. I was like, I know you don't know who these people are, but they're kind of a big deal. And like my name's on there too. <laughs> That's great. I love that. So Eric, Eric said that he, he walks up to people like it's a bad thing, but I'm telling you the people that write the, these packages love that they want to talk to you. I mean, that's why people go to the conference to interact. And I know as an introvert, it's really hard. I find, I find myself going up to my room a lot for that quiet time, like needing to recharge, but that interaction is fantastic going and just talking to people. We did a poor job in the opening and I'm going to correct it this year, but encouraging people to do the Pac-Man grouping. If you're standing in a circle of people, make sure there's space for somebody to step into that. And as somebody fills that, that gap, open it up a little bit larger and just feel comfortable just walking into one of those circles and just, you know, first you just start listening. What are they talking about? And then see if you can contribute or ask questions. But it, it is a, a great way to, to meet people and network. Yeah. Yeah, we have I just from this year's conference, I, I know of a couple of people who got jobs and who made you know made those connections to get themselves jobs. It, it was cool. I that's what I love. I love hearing that. That's one of my my things. Like the the thought of the fact that you went to this conference and because you went to this conference, you're able to carry on your career as a developer because this conference isn't just for professional developers. There's hobbyists there. A lot of hobbyists show up. And some hobbyists are interested in doing it for a living. Others are just there to, to learn. And it's just so much fun. If, if you haven't been to a conference yet, a PHP tech conference yet, obviously, I, I, I have some skin in this game. I, I got to be honest with you. <laughs> now now this, you do. But you were saying this before you had any any skin in the game. This is true. Very I mean, true. We ran San Diego PHP user group for years telling people you have to go to a conference that we had no no piece of. It's not like we had it. We benefited in any way other than encouraging people to be part of the community. And you said you, Corey, you said you've been in like continuing education, right? That was your, your big thing is constantly learning. And that's what we feel the conferences bring. You're learning something new, refreshing your skills, learning things you might not even know you need until sometime in the future. Yeah, for sure. And and hearing things, and maybe you've heard it five times from like your team, but maybe you hear it from a different perspective and it just clicks a little bit more or differently. That can be mm, super helpful too. Exactly. Well, I, I think that was good. I, I think we, do you have more you want to? chat about Eric? no i i'm i'm real happy i'm so excited to have you on board Corey. uh mm -hmm. it's so nice to talk to somebody else besides this jerk and, uh, <laughs> it's wonderful <laughs> well i'm not gonna get between that but <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me yeah i'm really i'm really excited to be helping you guys out and working on this and all right magazine the magazine's gonna be out any day now I can say that with confidence because I won't release this show until it's ready to go. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. <laughs> that's not true. It might be true. Well, not. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think that's it. We've already titled it December first or December show, so it's got to go out in December. It does. Do we? We we didn't talk this before the, the for the show, but 
should we have Corey be part of our outro? Uh, sure. <clears throat> reading, uh, listening, like listening, or, coding, reading. Listening, coding, reading. Pick one. Which one do you want to say? Reading. All right. So I'm going to say keep listening. Eric's going to say keep coding. And then you're going to say keep reading. Thank you for hanging out with us. And until next time, keep listening. Keep coding. Keep reading. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> this has been PHP Podcast, the official podcast of PHP Architect, the industry's leading tech magazine and publisher focused on PHP and web development. Subscribe today at phparch.com to see what the leaders in the community and industry are talking about.